Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Eric Swalwell, you know, the guy that sleeps with the enemy. He has now come out and said, screw impeachment. We're not just going to say Donald Trump has been impeached twice, which doesn't serve any of the will of the people, doesn't help any of the Americans out in this country. No, no, no. We're now going to compare Donald Trump to Osama bin Laden so that no one can ever defend Donald Trump again. Because if we call him a terrorist like Osama bin Laden, compare him to a terrorist like Osama bin Laden, then it will justify our psychotic ex-girlfriend-like ideals, our crazy person that can't let someone else just move on with their life after a divorce. I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again because it's such an important point. If you look at this second impeachment of Donald Trump and what this is really all about, this is about an unhinged, unwell group of people that cannot get over the fact that they couldn't beat him in the first election, they couldn't kick him out of office before he leaves office, and they forget the fact they actually won the last election. Think about how crazy this is. You, you are six days away from a new marriage, and you're obsessed with your ex. You, you won, right? You beat them, and you still can't get over the fact that at some point they were involved in your life. When people get divorces, and you see this, And I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again, because the best analogy I can come up with to describe the derangement, the psychoticness of the left now, who is, again, Eric Swalwell, the guy who actually sleeps with the enemy, the Chinese spies. 
is now com- directly comparing Donald Trump to Osama bin Laden. But like, like when you see two people end a relationship, usually there's one person that actually moves on with their life. You would think that's what normal sane people would do after Joe Biden becomes the president, right? You, Hey, you won. Like, somebody needs to start telling people like Eric Swalwell and AOC that they're about to have a new marriage. They got what they said they wanted. But these guys are gone insane. They're trying to put Ted Cruz on a no-fly list saying he's a domestic terrorist. They're comparing Donald Trump, the sitting president of the United States of America, to Osama bin Laden. AOC is saying we've got to find a way to rein in the media, a liberal media that supports her team more than anyone else and is constantly used for propaganda against conservatives. You would think that these people would be able to move on. They have the House, they have the Senate, they have the White House. You would think they would be working on their agenda, but they're not. They're still obsessed with their ex. Where there's no relationship anymore in six days. You could even argue the relationship is now already over, and it's just a matter of time before it's made final by a judge, right, with a divorce. Like, you're already separated, you're done, you're just waiting on a deadline, the date to come where it's official, official. But you've already moved on with your life. Well, apparently the left can't. You, you see this in relationships, in business, you see it in, 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 in dating, you see it in marriage, where there is somebody that just can't let go of the past. And you see another person that their life continues on. They move on. They move past whatever's going on right now. And they move on past it because it's easy to do because they're a normal human being. They're not crazy. They're not psychotic. They're not stalking you the rest of your life. But that's what the Democrats are doing now. They're stalking Donald Trump. They, they're not going to let this go. In fact, we now know that while a million Americans filed for unemployment claims last week, Unemployment claims skyrocketing, telling you where the economy is because of these lockdowns, right? Telling you what's going on now because of these lockdowns. Democrats are not going to be working on that with you. They're not going to be trying to help you with that. They're going to, even after Donald Trump has gone from office, go through a trial in the Senate. They're not going to give this up. They're not going to stop. They're refusing to let it go. Hell, at that point, Donald Trump's already moved on. He's moved out of Washington. He's living in Florida. Can't let it go. Got to keep pounding him. Can't move on with our lives. And, and you see this in, in people's lives. I know people that got, like, you know, separated. They got divorced 10 years ago. And you can see that one person hasn't probably thought about it in eight or nine years in any real capacity. They found somebody else. They moved on. They started a family. And then you have the other person, the disgruntled person, who Facebook stalks him and Instagram stalks him and, and, and can't let it go and, and is always obsessing over them and talking bad about them, anything they can do to undermine them. And the other person's like, now you just look crazy and all of our friends look, think you're crazy. And then people are like, man, maybe now maybe I understand why they got a divorce. He's crazy or she's crazy. That's exactly what's happening right now in real time in Washington. I'm a conservative reminding Democrats that you guys have the White House in six days and you don't even seem to notice it. You don't even seem to care because you got to impeach Donald Trump for a second time. You've got to turn Donald Trump into a domestic terrorist. You got to get Ted Cruz and not be able to fly on on a plane. What? Like you guys are insane. 
You have a million Americans who just lost their job filing for unemployment benefits for the first time ever. A million. You guys want to, like, do something to help them out? No, we're going to spend time having a trial against Donald Trump so that we can say we impeached him twice. This is what you're working on for the American people. You want to know why Democrats are a disaster when they're in charge? Because they don't understand that their job is to actually represent you. The majority of Americans, by the way, could give a crap about Donald Trump being impeached because if you're a liberal, you already argued you just, you already did impeach him on Election Day, right? If you're a sane liberal, a normal liberal, this is even stupid to you. This is just dumb. Like, you already impeached the president on Election Day. You got rid of him. Donald Trump is not going to have a second term. If you're a Democrat right now, who's struggling in one of these liberal cities and your business is struggling, do you want the your representatives, your team that you just elected to work on this? The polling showing that you don't care because you also know it's meaningless as well. They can't let it go. And Eric Swalwell comparing the President of the United States of America, the sitting president to Osama bin Laden, Tells you just how psychotic these people are. This is a guy that actually slept with the enemy. He viciously attacked President Donald Trump during an interview on PBS. The same PBS that had one of their senior lawyers have to be fired this past week because he said that all the kids of Trump parents should be rounded up by the Department of Homeland Security and sent to re-education camps. Also not a joke. Eric Swalwell said, quote, Osama bin Laden did not enter the U.S. soil on September 11th, but has widely acknowledged that he was responsible for inspiring the attack on our country. And the president, with his words, using the word fight, with the speakers that he assembled that day who called for the trial by combat and said, we have to take names and kick A. This is hate speech inspired and radicalized the people to storm the Capitol. So Donald Trump is now Osama bin Laden. I don't even think Democrats believe that. But nevertheless, there it is. This is the left, and this is what they become. And if you think there's a reason to do this, right, like a legal reason to do this, there also is not. There's no trial. This is, this is nothing but my feelings are hurt. And I'm going to impeach Donald Trump again because I can, because I have the power to do it, because we're in charge of the House, and we're going to do it again so that Donald Trump will be stained forever, that he'll be the only president to ever be impeached twice. The majority of Americans don't care about the second impeachment. Again, we already had an election day. If you're a liberal, a normal liberal, you would say, I already did this. And Mark Levin, by the way, went on last night on Fox and made a brilliant point about the constitutionality of this, right? Like how crazy this actually is. How unhinged this actually is. All right, I want to take a moment real quick, though, and, re- and just let you know about something else, and that is the canceling of, uh, of conservatives from social media and our accounts being silenced, our accounts being shut down. If you want to keep in touch with us, there's two ways now you can do it, even if we're kicked offline on social media, which we fully expect is going to happen. Uh, first off, you can send a text message on your cell phone, like a normal text message, uh, to the number 55433, okay? 
and text the word Ben to 55433. And you will be, that's our last resort for us to be able to get in touch with you. So, again, text the word Ben to 55433, and we can get in touch with you that way. Second thing, uh, you can get our emails, and I have a feeling that you won't be able to find us on social media pretty soon, based on what we're seeing. So you can get our emails by signing up right now for AMAC, the number one conservative organization uh, in the country, by going to Ben. FreeOnline.com. That's BenFreeOnline.com. All you got to do is go to BenFreeOnline.com right now, and you can join AMAC for free. You'll get the AMAC magazine for free, and you'll get our emails uh, so that we can keep in touch with you that way. So make sure you join AMAC for free right now and get our emails, BenFreeOnline.com. That's BenFreeOnline.com, or just text uh, as well as a last resort on your cell phone. Uh, text to the number 55433, the word Ben. Before, though, I play for you, Mark Levin, I, I do have to play for you an amazing moment that took place on CNN. CNN, they still don't even realize that they won, that Joe Biden's going to be the president, that Donald Trump is not going to be the president in literally six days. Don Lemon last night can't let it go. Talking with Chris Cuomo, saying if you voted for Trump, then you are the Klan. That's right. You're a white supremacist. You have a white hood. You're a Klansman. And if they say, I don't agree with those people, I just like Trump's policy. Well, then get out of the crowd with him. Get out of the crowd. I with wasn't him. in the crowd. I just voted for Trump. You're in the crowd who voted for Trump. If you voted for Trump, you voted for the person who the Klan supported. You voted for the person who Nazis support. You voted for the person who the alt-right supports. You're a Klansman. That's right. You're a Klansman. It is impossible to separate yourself because you are a Klansman. Now, let's talk about the legal basis for this for a second. What happened? And and again, forget the fact they're just wasting their time. That this is meaningless, that this is going to have no impact in any capacity. Because the election's over and Donald Trump's going to be gone in six days in the White House. Has no impact at all. But, but, but seriously, for a moment, let's talk about the legality of this. Is this even legal, what they just did? Like, is there any legal basis for what is going on right now? The answer, take a listen to Levin. Well, what we saw today is why the American people hate politics, hate Washington, and hate Congress. We also saw something else today. For the second time... There's been an unconstitutional impeachment of an innocent man, Donald Trump. This endless war against Donald Trump is really repulsive. And no, you cannot hold a trial against a private citizen or pursue a former president who is now a private citizen under the impeachment clause. That was never intended. So that is just absurd. But that's the idiocy and the insanity that's now taking place on Capitol Hill. A couple of things. Number one, Gerald Nadler. Gerald Nadler was leading the forces for impeachment again on the floor of the House, divvying out time like handing out lollipops. We heard no evidence whatsoever that the president incited anything, which I'll get to in a minute. But I want to remind people about Gerald Nadler and the Democrats and a former president by the name of Clinton. On his last day in office, President Clinton acceded to Gerald Nadler's request to commute the sentences of both Linda Evans and Susan Rosenberg. Who were they? 
Evans arrested with 740 pounds of dynamite intended for, among other targets, the Capitol building, had 24 years left in her 40-year sentence when Clinton pardoned her at Gerald Nadler's request. Rosenberg, arrested for weapons possession, had 42 years yet to serve on her 58-year sentence. Now, it is a stunning to watch Gerald Nadler stand there and everybody pat him on his rather substantial head about him going forward with impeachment of an innocent man who didn't incite anything. So that's number one. Number two, high crimes and misdemeanors. This is their report, ladies and gentlemen. It's 76 pages, 26 pages of which are an appendix to news articles, to essays, to speeches by former colleagues. There's not one sliver of evidence of inciting an insurrection of any kind in this document. 50 pages, basically an op-ed. Historians are going to look at this and say, what kind of a moron wrote a document like this? Has anybody read it? No. Now, what else do we know? We know, thanks, believe it or not, to the New York Times and the Washington Post, and they don't mean it, that there were preparations in advance of this rally, in advance of the president ever going to the mall and giving a speech to attack Capitol Hill. There were militia and others who were arming up to attack the Capitol building. Now, how do we know this? We know it because the FBI knew it. We know it because the great NYPD knew it. A Virginia FBI office in Norfolk informed the Washington FBI and the Washington Department of Justice. They gave it out to the Terrorism Task Force. By, by the way, the part that Levin's mentioning here is part of the lie. Early on, the FBI wanted to cover their AWS and say that there was no threats against the Capitol. There was no intelligence beforehand. We just thought this was going to be a peaceful gathering of people. We now know that's a lie. The Washington Post, the Washington Post has now put out an article saying there was a huge memo sent out to everybody in D.C. and everybody knew that there were people planning an attack on the Capitol on that day. Not only, not only are they saying that, but they're actually saying that people were talking about and sending drawings of the Capitol tunnel system around to one another. The Capitol tunnel system was being sent to people so they knew how to infiltrate the Capitol, how to get to the offices, and where to go. Rewind, though, last week, FBI said we had no prior knowledge of any type of attack on the Capitol uh, this was just all organic because of evil Donald Trump doing it. Now we know, no, that's a lie. They knew about it days in advance, and they didn't do enough to stop it. What did they do with this information? We don't know. We don't know. It was before the president even spoke. We know the president wasn't informed about it, so his Secret Service people weren't, and they sent him into this situation without him knowing. But here's the deal. The former head of the Capitol Police, who's been removed, or resigned. He said he spoke with the sergeant arms of the House and the sergeant arms of the Senate, and he urged them, even before the crowd was there, to bring in the National Guard. What did they do? They did nothing. Who does the sergeant of arms of the House of Representatives report to? The Speaker of the House. Who does the sergeant of arms of the U.S. Senate report to? Mitch McConnell at the time. What did the sergeant of arms in the House tell Pelosi? What did the sergeant of arms of the Senate tell McConnell? You want to know why they're rushing this thing through? Because the president didn't incite 
anything. I went through his speech. I went through this phony article of impeachment. And by the way, no matter how you cut it, we have a former federal prosecutor who did almost nothing but prosecute people who incited riots. Jeffrey Scott Shapiro writing in the Wall Street Journal. No, Trump isn't guilty of incitement. You don't believe me? Everybody loves Turley and Dershowitz. They say exactly the same thing. Now, there's several kinds of tyranny in this country or in any country. We saw tyranny last Wednesday when there was armed individuals who attacked the Capitol building. I was sitting next to my wife, Julie, and I said to her, since when the hell do Trump supporters have tear gas masks and helmets and are pulling out hammers out of their backpacks? That's not Trump supporters. He had 50 rallies all for the last three months. Nobody was dressed like that. So you could smell something was wrong. I went on my radio show and I said, who the hell are these people? We need to find out who they are. They were violent uh, militia types or military types. Who the hell knows who they were? But now hundreds of thousands of Trump supporters are painted with a brush. We're supposed to now be re-indoctrinated according to MSNBC. We're all supposed to lose our jobs. We're supposed to be on hit lists. And now we have repression by the left, by the Democrats. Their media, their social media, we can't even communicate with each other in this country. They have us all tied up. Now, who's... Think, think about, by the way, what Mark just said there, and this is why I, I love Mark Levin. He's a dear friend of mine. He just laid out the legal part of this for the impeachment. And what he's saying is... There's no legal basis for this impeachment, but they're doing it anyway. Because they're unhinged and they don't care about the Constitution. In fact, he argued this is not the first, but the second time that this should not have happened. Representative Laura Boebert said, quote, the hypocrisy of the left is on full display. What about the gentlewoman from New York who defended the looting by saying the looters just wanted loaves of bread? Where's the accountability for the left after encouraging and normalizing violence? I call bull crap. She's right. You got the FBI last week telling us, keyword last week, they knew nothing about there being some sort of insurrection or attack on the Capitol. Sure enough, they did. They knew all about it. They knew about the plans. They knew about the people. They knew about the, 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 the drawings of the Capitol being put out there. They knew about all of it. But last week, it was politically expedient for them to say, we knew nothing. We didn't know anything at all. We didn't know a single thing. We had no clue what was going on. We had no clue what was happening. We knew nothing. Blame Trump. Blame Trump. Blame Trump. Let's ban him from Twitter. Let's ban him from the Internet. Let's ban him from Facebook. Let's ban him from banks. Let's ban him from doing business. Let's silence him. Oh, and then let's indict everybody else. Again, QCNN from last night. You're all Klansmen. You are all Klansmen. Every one of you is a Klansman if you supported this guy. And these 10 scumbag Republicans led by Liz Cheney. Go ahead and switch the Democratic Party. I don't care at this point. Because that's what you are. You're, you're useful idiots for us now. But I go back to the part I said earlier about the psychotic nature of the left. With all this anger, do you realize that they don't even notice that they're going to be in charge of the government in six days? Like, you guys want to prepare for that? You want to push your agenda forward, maybe? 
You want to start thinking about getting people in the cabinet? Getting your plans organized? Nope. We're going to impeach Donald Trump even after he's left office and have a trial in the Senate. That is crazy. Even the media, the media that was obsessed with making sure that Donald Trump was kicked out of office, the, the, the media leaders that pushed the Russian hoax knowing it was a lie. I'm talking about CNN. Even they can't move on past the fact that Donald Trump's not going to be the president. Like, they can't let it go. That's how much they're blinded by their psychotic hatred of this president. And anyone around him, by the way, that supports him, including war veterans who have lost their legs. There was a new low, and I I had to work with Jake Tapper, and Jake Tapper always acts like he's kind of like above everybody else. He's a scumbag. Um, he, He acts like he's better than everybody else. He's a scumbag. He acts like he's a true, authentic journalist. No, he's not. Yesterday, he attacked a congressman, a disabled war veteran, in the most elitist, pathetic, disgusting act of just pure hatred I've seen from a member of the media in a long time. And I'm talking about like a a guy who, you know, even the journalists think is like one of the premier journalists in D.C. He was talking about a disabled war veteran who had his legs, both of them, blown off overseas defending his country. He's also now a Republican congressman from Florida. So... You can hit him. You can attack him. CNN Jake Tapper doesn't care that this man lost his legs. They were blown off fighting and protecting our freedom of speech in this country. So he decided, you know what? During impeachment yesterday, screw it. I'm going to say something disgusting about Brian Mass, this congressman, and his patriotism. He's talking with Dana Bash on CNN. They're talking about impeachment. And this is what he had to say about a war veteran who lost both of his legs in combat fighting for our freedoms. The reams of evidence that we have. There's one other thing I want to share. Well, just one other thing. Just yeah. That's relevant. What you're saying right now is relevant because Congressman Brian Mast, mm-hmm. a Republican from Florida who lost his legs, by the way, fighting for democracy abroad. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know what is, I don't know about his commitment to it here in the United States. He said, did anybody say that? Yes. Yeah, we heard him. Yeah. The answer is yes. Yes, yes. And, and you know, anybody out there, I'll, I'll retweet the tweet so that everybody sees. Uh, did you hear that? The guy lost his legs overseas. He uses that to make a point and then says, I don't know if he believes in democracy in this country. But just one other thing. Just yeah. That's relevant. What you're saying right now is relevant because Congressman Brian Mast, mm-hmm. a Republican from Florida who lost his legs, by the way, fighting for democracy abroad, mm-hmm. although I don't know what is. I don't know about his commitment to it here in the United States. Wow. That is CNN. Is there an apology from him for saying that? No. Representative Brian Mass came out and said, I lost two legs for Jake Tapper's right to say whatever the hell he wants. But that free speech also protects the Republicans. He is so eager to condemn for asking constitutional questions about the election. What a P.O.S. Jake Tapper is at CNN. You, you, you mock a guy for 
and you question a congressman's commitment to democracy after that man lost both of his legs, asked questions and argued about the issue of impeachment? Which brings me back to what Mark Levin was saying about how the Democratic Party has gone mad and they want to destroy your life and everybody else's life. And this impeachment is not based in facts at all. It's based on hatred and emotions. It should never be allowed to happen. Yet here we are doing it. Who's attacking the Constitution? Nancy Pelosi has just destroyed separation of powers. By the use of the impeachment power this way, she's destroyed separation of powers. What else? Chuck Schumer wants to destroy the courts. Chuck Schumer wants to destroy the Senate. Chuck Schumer wants to destroy the Electoral College. Who's attacking the Constitution? I said, there's different types of tyrannies. They're the nut jobs who are armed up. And then they're the people in suits and ties and well-dressed. They look really good. They have perfume and cologne on. And they show up in Congress. We have a tyranny of the legislature. The American people saw two tyrannies this week. One today in the House of Representatives and one last week outside the Capitol building. One other thing. I don't want to hear any lecture from any leftist, whether they're in the media, whether they're in politics, whether they're in entertainment or the corporate boardrooms about violence. We conservatives, we Trump supporters have been announcing violence from day one. You sit there and you decide if you agree with the result. You sit there and decide if you agree with the name of the organization. You're giving millions of dollars to an anarchist, Marxist, violent group called Black Lives Matter. You're painting the roads with their name. You're painting the roads with their names. And after Black Lives Matter attacks the White House, you name a park across the street for them. After they burned down a historic church across from the White House, you name the park where they got ready to burn the church after them, Black Lives Matter Plaza, right in front of the White House, just to stick it to Donald Trump. These people are not well. They're unhinged. They are crazy. And Jim Jordans, by the way, talked about this as well while he was talking about impeachment about how crazy you guys are. Like, they don't even realize that they won an election. They, they don't even understand that they, this, they already won this thing, folks. Get ready to be in charge of the racist. They're not saying... Get ready to be in charge of the government. You should be ready to be in charge. You won. Why are you acting like you lost? Why are you acting like... You've been somehow been wrong. Like you have the victory, folks. 19 minutes. 19 minutes. Four years ago on Inauguration Day, January 20th, 2017, 19 minutes into President Trump's administration at 12.19 p.m., the Washington Post headline was, Campaign to Impeach President Trump Has Begun. And now with just one week, uh, week left, they're still trying. In seven days, there will be a peaceful transfer of power, just like there has been every other time in our country. But Democrats are going to impeach President Trump again. This doesn't unite the country. There's no way this helps the nation deal with the tragic and terrible events of last week that we all condemn. And Republicans have been consistent. We've condemned all the violence all the time. We condemned it last summer. We condemned it last week. 
We should be focused on bringing the nation together. Instead, Democrats are going to impeach the president for a second time one week, one week before he leaves office. Why? Why? Politics and the fact that they want to, they want to cancel the president. The president who cut taxes, the president who reduced regulations, the president prior to COVID had the greatest economy, lowest unemployment in 50 years, the president who got us out of the Iran deal, put the embassy in Jerusalem, brought hostages home from North Korea, put three great justices on the Supreme Court, gave us a new NAFTA agreement, the Abraham Accords, the COVID vaccine, and who built the wall. It's about politics. This is about getting the president of the United States. They spied on his campaign before he was elected. 19 minutes into his presidency, they started the impeachment push. Three-year Mueller investigation, 19 lawyers, 40 agents, 500 witnesses, 2,500 subpoenas, $40 million to find nothing. Impeachment round one based on an anonymous whistleblower with no firsthand knowledge who was biased against the president and who worked for Joe Biden. And now it's impeachment round two. It's always been about getting the president no matter what. It's an obsession, an obsession that is now broadened. It's not just about impeachment anymore. It's about canceling, as I've said, canceling the president and anyone that disagrees with them. The Ayatollah can tweet the president can't. Democrats can object on January 6, 2017, but Republicans aren't allowed to object on January 6, 2021. Democrats say Antifa is a myth. Republicans condemn all violence all the time. The double standard has to stop. And frankly, the attack on the First Amendment has to stop. And stop and think about it. Do you have a functioning First Amendment when the cancel culture only allows one side to talk? When you can't even have a debate in this country, this great country, the greatest country ever? It needs to stop because if it continues, if it continues, it won't just be Republicans who get canceled. It won't just be the President of the United States. The cancel culture will come for us all. Oh, it will. Perfect example of that is Jake Tapper at CNN. Mocking a guy who lost both of his legs, who now serves in Congress, fighting and protecting freedom of speech. A guy who he says doesn't believe in democracy in America, who's in a wheelchair. I wonder if there's at any point they actually realize, like, sit around and look at each other and go, holy crap, we're in charge of the government. I wonder if there's any point. Even even Twitter seems to be, like, realizing how much they're, they've screwed up this country. Jack Dorsey, the, the head of Twitter, the CEO, says Trump's ban set a dangerous precedent but was the right decision. I'm not even sure he believes that anymore. Maybe he even understands how psycho they look, how unhinged they look. Maybe he even realizes after a few days of their insanity, wow, maybe we went too far. Lastly, I got to say, and let me remind you, uh, to make sure that you keep up with us if we are canceled from social media. Uh, that you can now text us so that no one can screw with us communicating. All you got to do is, with your phone, a traditional text message like you would send a family member or a friend, you're going to text, and the number you're going to text to is 55433, okay? 55433, and the word you're going to send 
is the word Ben. Hit send. You'll get a response from me so that we make sure we can always get in touch with you, uh, even if we get banned from social media. So, again, take out your cell phone real quick and make sure you send a traditional text message, just like you would to a family member or friend. Text uh, to the number that you're going to put in, 55433, the word Ben. All right? Text the word Ben so we can keep it up with you. I'll see you back here on tomorrow's podcast. Don't forget to tell your family and friends about our podcast. We're going to keep fighting hard, keep working for you guys. See you back here tomorrow. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.